Hey, filmmakers, Jason Brubaker talking to you from sunny Southern California. Welcome to today's show. You know, it's really awesome, I think, when you can take your dream and put it on paper and turn that dream into a plan. Now, in previous episodes, I've talked about Tom Malloy's film business plan training. You can check it out at movieplanpro.com. Once again, movieplanpro.com. But one of the things, again, that we talk about is thinking about your end goal in mind and working your way backwards. And when it comes to end goals, that usually involves some form of film distribution, which is really just the process of getting your fully finished motion picture into the marketplace so that it can be seen and sold for maximum profit. Whenever you're in film distribution, it's not like one rubber stamp thing like, oh, film distribution's this thing. What it really is, is where are you gonna take your, mo- your movie? Where is it gonna be shown? Um, both domestically and internationally? What types of platforms? How is that platform monetized? Or what types of networks and how is that network monetized? So whenever we talk about digital distribution, I know I'm getting in the weeds a little bit, but this is really good for your context. Um, Whenever we're talking about digital distribution, we're talking about this thing called TSA, kind of like airport security, but it's transactional, subscription, and advertisement supported video on demand. So I've asked Tom to come on and talk about some of the strategies that are working today. And one of them that we're going to highlight is, of course, advertisement supported video on demand. What does that mean and how can filmmakers profit? So, Tom, if you could give us a little insight, you know, to how, I guess, a typical advertisement supported strategy, that would be awesome. Thank you, Jason. Well, we did a podcast, I believe it was last week. When we talked about the differences in in the new kind of windowing, the VOD windowing, uh, video on demand, for anybody that may be listening to this and didn't listen to that other podcast, we were talking about the new windows of TVOD, which is transactional VOD, then SVOD, which is subscription VOD, and AVOD, which is ad-based VOD. Again, video on demand is what VOD means, and transactional are your iTunes or your Vudu, where you play a transaction to watch the content, and that could even, what falls under there is PVOD, premium VOD, so those are the ones that are, you know, maybe still in theaters in 1999 or something like that, and then subscription is the ones like Netflix, where you pay a subscription fee, and once you pay that fee, you have access to all the content, and the third is the ad-based VOD, and, and the point I was making last time is that you can't go back once you go forward, meaning you, almost like when you sit down in front of your, your television to watch something, you check and see if you have it on your Netflix first or someplace where you already have a subscription because then you're not going to pay for it if you if you can watch it for free, so you don't go backwards. But I did talk about last time that everything seems to be moving towards AVOD, ad-based VOD. And what is the reason for that? Why is AVOD, which, what I'm saying and what a lot of people are saying, kind of the way of the future? The reason really AVOD works, and now ad-based meaning uh, Tubi is a perfect example of that, uh, or YouTube, where you can watch something for free, but you have to watch the ads to um, be able to, uh, that's how they, they monetize the content. And Tubi is a perfect example of something that's completely free, you can watch the ads. Uh, now there are these new things like hybrid models. Uh, Paramount Plus I saw recently that had two-tiered structure that you could pay a certain amount and get access to all the content, which would be SVOD. 
uh, for their content. But then you could there was a lower tier that was like say four ninety nine a month, and then you had to watch some ads. It wasn't nonstop ads. It wasn't the whole thing like where you know you're gonna have to watch ads the way commercials would be throughout it. But maybe I'd say there's like maybe four or five breaks that you would have to watch. Uh, and that, that's how they monetize the content. So it's kind of a hybrid, right? Does that make sense? And Netflix is, has announced that they're, they're toying with that too, a lower pricing tier and that has ads. And what's really interesting about all of this is that that's really the way television started, right? I remember when I was a kid, now I'm maybe older than some of the people listening, but you watch television and you watch the ads. And the ads were the times to get up, by the way, and go get uh, go to the bathroom or go get popcorn or something like that. And now it's, it's, it's really the same thing. And I'd say that the ads on video on demand are better because they're targeted, right? Meaning when you're, when I was young, you'd watch happy days, you know, the ad could be completely not targeted to me. I mean, they had an idea of who was watching it, but it's not targeted to me. And now when it's an ad that's running through Paramount Plus, there's probably more data on who I am and what I watch and they're more targeting the ads to me. But what, what is the reason for this? What is the reason for moving to Avon? Well, the younger generation that's coming up and they're, they're growing older now, they were raised on not paying for content. They were raised really on the YouTube model of watching YouTube and they never paid. There was no transactions. They didn't have to sign up. Uh, they What they did is they watched the video and they were used to watching the ads, right? You, you have ads that pop up and you could skip them eventually, uh, but or some you have to watch and they're they're targeted and and they force you to watch them sometimes you got to sit all the way through them and so for so long all the young generation i have two kids uh, that that's what they watch they watch youtube so they're not used to going oh i have to pay a transaction for something they didn't grow up in that kind of blockbuster generation where you had to pay to rent the video and that was the price you paid to rent the video um they want to watch it for free and the way to monetize something that's watched for free is with ads and again these ads could be much more targeted than the ads were years and years ago because they didn't have any data. It was one way. It was passive, right? The only data they had is maybe from the Nielsen's, which was a sampling of data of who watched at what time. You know, housewives were watching at this certain time. Now it's just like, oh, hey, Tom's watching and Tom likes this and this is his interest and stuff like that. And so they could really target, um, you know, my age and my interest and things like that and the things with the ads. So it's, it really makes sense. Advertisers want their target audience, right? And even back in the day, they knew that the people that were watching, you know, Dukes of Hazzard were different than the people that were watching whatever the, you know, romantic comedies of the days were, you know, they wanted the tough guy stuff, right? And so now, again, it could be just more targeted and more focused. But I have, owning a sales and distribution company, I see that the, the revenue on ad-based product is just... It, it, it's much, much more. It's much, much more than the subscription base and, and much, much more than transactional. So it's really this wave is moving there. And now here's the deal. Film and the TV business, movie business, all of it seems to change with, you know, every couple of years there's kind of a new wave of things. And so basically, you know, it's it's one of those things that the trend right now is moving towards AVOD. Will that be the trend five years from now? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't know with Web 3.0 coming out. And really Web 3.0 being people, um, you know, Web 1.0 was basically reading the web. Uh, web 2.0 was reading the web and then kind of contributing it to the web. I'd say, you know, they're reading and writing. And then uh, Web 3.0 was reading 
writing and owning, right, in a lot of ways, it's in, in decentralized content. But um, that could be for another podcast. Yeah, so at the end of the, the real, the crux of this one is basically saying that AVOD is the way to go, it seems like. And then, um, so when you have those movies on Tubi and, and um, Pluto and the other AVODs that are really kind of taking over, uh, that's where your content is going to be monetized the most. But note that that content will come late in the cycle of your release of the film because you'll go to TVOD first. Nobody's going to pay for it if they can watch it for free. So you go to TVOD first, then hopefully SVOD, and then your AVOD after that. Tom, thanks so much for stopping by. I think it's fantastic. You know, it's, it's one thing, like I've said many times, for you to go out and teach theory. But in your case, you're actually doing the stuff that you teach. And if you liked what Tom had to say today and you're as enthusiastic about all the wonderful things that he can share with you as I am, you're going to love his film business plan template. You can check that out over at movieplanpro.com. But a film business plan is really an idea where you can take your dream you start with the end goal in mind and you work your way backwards. Uh, the film business plan template is the confidential information overview that you would leave behind with a prospective investor. But importantly, it also gives you the opportunity to really plan out your project and understand soup to nuts what you're going to do with the film beyond just making the movie. So with that in mind, check it out over at movieplanpro.com. And make sure you go through all of the bonus video training. There's quite a few different videos that go along with it that describe each step in the plan. And I think, again, you're going to get so much out of it if you just take, you know, take an afternoon to go through that. Then, then get the plan done in a weekend and you are off to the races. Um, so check it out over at movieplanpro.com.